Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I'm Logan Howard, and I am not joined by Brendan Thomas Merritt. I am all alone today, but that's fine. Um, so, uh, I am here at Bethany Camp. This is my surroundings, fireplace behind me. Um, so, Brendan, busy. He's got a house guest today, so he's off doing that. Hopefully he's having a good time. And, um, yeah, so, welcome to Bethany Camp. Um... I am going to be going through some stuff about camp ministry, just questions about camp ministry today. Um, no background music, just me talking about that. It probably won't be a terribly long episode, seeing as I'm by myself, but we'll try. So uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for um, supporting us through us moving, transitioning, changing things. But as I said, uh, we're going to figure things out and got four more episodes to episodes 100, so stay tuned for that. All right, so camp questions. Um, number one, what do you wish everybody understood about camp? Um, I think the thing that I wish everyone understood was that it's not just a fun thing you do. Um, I mean, it is a fun thing, but it's not just about the fun. It's about hard work. It's about um, learning how to do ministry, um, how to... Um, deal when things don't go well or stuff doesn't go right, how do you handle those situations and how do you overcome them and how do you handle um, spiritual warfare? Um, and I think camp does a really good uh, really good job of teaching you how to do those things. Um, so I highly recommend camp and I think that's something that everybody needs to know. Um, number two, what is a commonly held belief about your about my role that I passionately disagree with? Um, I think it's that camp is just about fun. Uh, there's a bunch of people who just think camp is fun and it's not anything else. It's just fun, 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 fun. Um, but it's really about ministry. It's about developing kids. It's about um, working with them. It's about becoming um, stronger in your faith with God. And camp does a really good job of that. So I would recommend camp as a job for the summer, as a job for life, um, because we need people like that. We need people who will work hard and do things in camp um, and give it their time. Um, so when I first started as a camp, working in camp ministry, what's something that was more challenging than you expected? Um, I apologize for the stuff in the background. One of the guys is cleaning upstairs, so if you hear screeching or whatnot and it doesn't get taken out in the edit, uh, that's why. Um, but uh, the question, uh, just what is more challenging than what was expected? Um, I think just how physically challenging it is. You don't always think it's physically challenging and it's more fun than run around. But it's a physically challenging job, um, being able to serve God. Um almost like 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. Like, it's an all-day job. Um, and you don't get paid a lot for it, but it's worth it. Um, and so there are ruts that you get in. There's things that you have to get yourself out of. You have to remind yourself and focus on God. Um, but it is is more than worth it for the effort you put in. Um, what is one tool that you always carry in your toolbox no matter what project you're working on? Um... So I think of mental tool, um, but I always carry my backpack when you're in camp. You just carry it because you have so many things in there. Um, so that's my physical thing. The mental thing is um, how can you improve things? 
you can go into a situation and always be thinking about how to improve it, um, you'll be able to make a lot of headway in camp ministry because you'll be able to make things better. And sure, things will go wrong, things will be rough, things won't be go the way you want them to, but you can always do something to work towards that. Um, what do you wish your younger self knew about, knew about your current role? Um, I guess I wish I knew how much how rewarding camp ministry is younger because I'm 27 years old. I could have been doing this for nine years now. Instead, I've been doing it for two years. Um, so I just wish that that I had uh, seen how rewarding it could be and how how fun it is and how much learning it is. Like I've learned how to drive a tractor this past week and how to like uh, do a ton of different stuff that I've never learned how to do before in my life. So it's been awesome to see, to learn those things. Um, do you agree with the common perception about your work? Uh, not really. A common perception is probably that, you know, it's, it's dumb to waste your summer and you don't get anything out of it. And, um, you know, it's really just for kids to get away from their parents. Um, it's so much more than that. It is uh, ministry. It is um, dying to yourself. It is learning how to uh, grow emotionally and not just physically, um, but there's a physical element there too. It's it just is so rewarding. It's worth it's worth every every penny. Um, what has fundamentally changed about your job from when you started until now? Um, I don't think there's a ton that fundamentally changes. Uh, I think it's more of an evolving process, and so I think the difference is, for me anyway, in how I've learned through those situations, it's how to deal with people, you know, you're going to have difficult people, you're going to have rough people, you're going to have drama, you're going to have difficulties. How do you deal with those things and how do you overcome them? That's the important thing. Um, so I feel like it's been a growing experience and a learning experience and God's done an awesome thing in, in and through all that. So that'd be my answer. Uh, what is the biggest problem? That I solved in the last year. Um, poor leadership. And that's part of being installed as a leader has really helped. Um, because the previous group uh, that did my role uh, wasn't very involved um, and hands off. And it's a different, different philosophy, but there were some other issues. Uh, drama issues that were going on and that got squashed this summer so um, that's I think that's a big thing of just facing that drama taking it head-on and investing in people once you realize that you care about pe people care about you you can you can make a lot of uh, headway with them so um, yeah uh, so what is motivating us right now um, God's word, that's the only thing that gets you through. Because if you don't, if you do this ministry for anything other than God, you're going to get burned out. It'll be easy. Um, you have to find God when things are going tough and things are hard. You have to find him in the small things and the big things. You have to see him. 
when you can't make the church, you can't make it to where you need to be, you need to find God in the small things. So that's my recommendation is you got to find God. Uh, and that's the only way your motivation can come from. Um, so if I had 10 times the budget, so I have zero right now, so 10 times zero is zero, but if I had a good bit of money, what would I spend it on for camp? Um, laser tag, honestly. I think laser tag is a great investment. Um, the current camp I'm at now, Camp Bethany, uh, does paintball. And I think laser tag could be more efficient and be better in the long run. Um, so I'll be talking about that with them shortly as we think about things and how to improve camp. Um, but that's definitely on my agenda. Uh, how do you get yourself out of work slumps or ruts? Um, I think the best way to get out of your work slumps or ruts is... Uh, is building your personal devo devotions um, because I don't think you can do this walk without that. You have to have constantly God's word in your main, in your brain, in your heart, um, meditating on it continually. You can't do it otherwise. You'll easily get led astray and get off on tangents and other things. So uh, that's my answer to that question. Um, what is something about camp ministry that surprised me lately? Um, I think the thing that surprised me this summer, we were preparing for a big um, homosexual push, and that really never happened. Uh, that we didn't have any campers that struggled with, well, maybe some that struggled with it, but never any that like were openly rebellious about it. Um, so that was kind of impressive and cool um, that... God's word is still going forth. God's word is still working, and um, that issue never came into our our circle this summer, which is really awesome. Um, what is something that it, that everyone in camp ministry should start or stop doing? I think starting investing in people, invest in other people. If you aren't investing in people, then what are you doing this for? Um, not just to lead people to Christ, but to grow them in their walk. Um, and then stop doing, um, <sighs> stop creating drama, really. Um, yeah, there are issues that, interrelational issues that happen and difficulties that happen, but like, there are people who crave it and start it, and there are people who don't do anything with it and, um, avoid it. And I think if you approach it in a wise manner, then you can, you can get through some, some, uh, some of those things and it shouldn't shouldn't be there um men who is my mentor or uh or role model in camp ministry uh easily dave sellers um and greg frank um the two executive directors that have been the last two camps i've worked at they're amazing guys they um are humble and calm and serving uh and patient um, all the things that I want to grow in, I know I'm not there in with all of that. So, uh, they've been great wise men. Um, what is the biggest challenge facing camp ministry today or in the next 10 years? Um, like I said before, homosexuality is going to be a big thing. Um, churches, 
uh, struggling churches is going to be a problem because they don't give that churches give money. Um, and so we need to revive the church because the church, we are a, we are the hands and feet of the church. Um, we go and are a, a parachurch ministry. Um, so if the churches die, then camps die. Um, so we need churches to be healthy and building. And I've seen that in this area. Um, in Ohio, it's a little less, but uh, that's what we need. We need that to be built up. So that has been my questions about camp ministry. Um, and now I will finish with Isaiah 8, chapter 8, uh, verses 12 through 13. And they say this, Do not say a conspiracy concerning all that the people call a conspiracy, nor be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. The Lord of hosts, him you shall hollow. Let him be your fear and let him be your dread. Um, too often we worry about conspiracy theories and conspiracies and um, what's going on in the world and oh are they trying to take over are they trying to do this or that and you know the government is out to get us don't worry about those things verse 13 says follow the lord follow him um, holy find him holy uh, fear him let your dread be for him not for what your government's going to do to you or what other things are going to happen because um, he's worthy of trust uh, he's worthy of all of, of all those things and he's the one who makes the decisions not our government not canadian government whoever it is um they don't make decisions god does god knows what they're going to do before they do it so fear him fear his judgment that will come upon you and others if we walk away from him um he loves us and gives us a way to know him as our lord and savior and i pray for each and every one of you listening right now that if you haven't done that you'd make that decision um, you can talk to us if you need to know more about how to be saved, how to accept Christ your Savior. That's the most important thing. You, um, there are so many choices you can make in life, and that's the best choice you could ever make. So, uh, kind of a short Bible time, kind of a short uh, podcast today, but that kind of is the case when you don't have two people talking. Um, so, uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can send us an email from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at From Dublin to Cleveland. You can find us at our new website, FromDublinToCleveland.com. Um, you can buy a shirt um, from one of the links below. Um, and uh, you can find me on Instagram at BananaMan17 if you'd like to follow us for whatever reason. Um, Brendan Thomas Merritt is Brendan's Instagram. Um and we will see you hopefully next week. Uh, hopefully Brandon will be back. Um, that's the plan. We're trying to work out schedules and get all that worked out. So stay tuned. Bear with us. We will see you hopefully in the next week. Um, if it's not Brendan or me uh, together, then it'll be one of us. Um, and we'll start the trek for episode 100. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, I want to just say congratulations to... Uh, Brendan on two anniversary, second anniversary of uh, starting this podcast was yesterday. Um, it was a pleasure and a joy to have made this with him. Um, hopefully, he's listened this far into the episode. But who knows? You know, sometimes you don't listen to the ones that you're not on, um, or you don't listen to any of them. So, uh, hopefully, you listen to this. Uh, we love hearing from you. Send us an email. Um, send us 
comment on Facebook, whatever you want to do to get a hold of us, because we need to hear that, uh, you know, it's impacting you and changing your heart and life as well. So uh, thank you so much for your time and listening, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye, friends.